0: Hey, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. This is Paul Doherty and I am back with some podcast episodes on Learning to Lead. And today I want to talk to you about a talk that I shared with our church, with our staff this summer, right after my wife and I took some weeks away, kind of a sabbatical, to really just Take care of our soul and to seek God's heart for this upcoming school year for the church for all the areas of ministry that our church is involved in and part of that sabbatical was a time where I went to the Grand Canyon and I had wanted to go there like really my whole life. I had been when I was a little kid but totally forgot what it looked like and even when I went as a kid I missed it because the whole time I was chasing lizards and uh, never looked over the rim to see what was in the Grand Canyon so when I got in the van because we were only there for like 30 minutes got back in my parents van and they said what did you think I said about what (laughs) they said the Grand Canyon I said oh I was chasing lizards Um, and there's a whole nother message to that because so many of us are distracted by silly things that we're missing the joy and the grandeur of what God's doing right in front of us and the amazing wonder that he has all around us. And so as I grew older, I remember reading some National Geographic magazines, looking at pictures and just thinking to myself, wow, I should go to the Grand Canyon again and actually see it. And um, I remember kind of writing down in a dream journal, the desire one day to camp At the bottom of the canyon take a few days and just go and explore and spend some time with god and get to know more of his creation and so that actually happened and i fulfilled that dream just a month ago uh during during the month of july um so maybe whenever you listen to this it would be dated but july of 2017 i went down into the grand canyon and guys i just got to tell you it was spectacular I mean, literally every few minutes I was stopping and just going, wow, wow, God, you are amazing. Your nature, your creation is gorgeous. I mean, just the way that the canyon uh, bends and twists and you think you see the bottom from the top, but you don't. Like you have to keep going further and further and further down to actually see the bottom level ground. And I went all the way to the bottom. And it was amazing i got to the bottom of the canyon it took me you know about three and a half four hours hiking uh, more than seven miles down and over the course of the whole grand canyon trip for me i hiked 45 miles so that was kind of crazy 45 miles in four days we just kept exploring and i had a friend from college who went with me ryan Uh, but we gave each other space and we wanted to just let each other really you know explore and take time to hear from god and I remember getting to the bottom of the canyon, and the canyon, Grand Canyon, has a base down there called Phantom Ranch. And this ranger came out from Phantom Ranch, and he gave like a, a ranger talk to all the campers that night that were down in the canyon. And he said something so interesting. He said, less than 1% of all the visitors who come every year to the Grand Canyon, less than 1% of those 5 million visitors actually ever venture beyond the rim. And um, I thought that was so interesting. Less than 1% of 5 million visitors venture beyond the rim. And the rim is the top part of the canyon. It's the part where all the visitors go and take a selfie and hopefully, you know, don't fall off the cliff as they're leaning back to get that selfie of the Grand Canyon behind them. But he said less than 1% of those went, go beyond the rim to actually see what's at the bottom of the canyon. And because of that, they miss the beauty of, And what's beyond what they can see from the very top is so much more. And that's what I realized because I thought I could see it from the top. But the further down I went, I realized, oh my goodness, there is so much more. There are waterfalls that you can't see from the top. There are incredible moments where the river bends and drops and has like crazy rapids that you could never see from the top or even the middle. You have to keep going further and further. Did you know, literally every year, 5 million plus visitors come and only 10,000 to 13,000 people actually go down to the bottom of the canyon. That's 0.02%. That is so few people that actually go beyond. And I remember reading my Bible at the bottom of the canyon and and when I was reading it, God challenged me during my sabbatical to read through the whole New Testament and I just felt like God was saying, Paul, so many people read through the scriptures, so many people will lead, lead their life or live as a leader and stop at a certain point and think they've arrived, think they've read all there is to read, think they've you know explored all there is to explore about God or about leadership and they stop learning, they stop exploring, they stop growing and they never make it beyond the rim to see what God has in front of them and I came across this scripture Psalm 105 verse 4 the message version it says keep your eyes open for God keep your eyes open for God watch for his works be alert for signs of his presence childlike wonder is necessary for staying alert for God otherwise we lose our capacity to see God at work all around us i wonder what god is doing right in front of you right now i wonder what god has in front of you that you're missing because you fail to go beyond the rim you fail to dig a little deeper in your bible to dig a little deeper in that relationship to go a little bit further in your leadership knowledge i believe god has so much more for every single one of us but so many of us stop and we come to a place of arriving And I believe God's plan for our life is not a destination, but it's an exploration, a continuation that as long as we're breathing, God has so much more in front of us. As long as there's breath in our lungs, God's saying, come on, keep going, keep going, keep exploring, keep uh, uh, living with this childlike wonder. You know, I went on Google and Google never lies. And I asked the question, how many waterfalls are in the world? And there were several different answers, but one of the biggest websites that's on the first page says that there's more than 8 million waterfalls in the world. Now, whether that's true or not, I'm not claiming it, but what they did say is there's new waterfalls every year because certain rivers uh, get dammed up and there's silt that builds up. And so they have to find new paths through forest, through different parts of land. And so they find new drop off points. And if you consider anything beyond like a, an eight to 10 foot fall, they call that a waterfall. Now, some of you might think, well, it's not a waterfall unless it's like 30 feet or 40 feet. But the point that the the website was making is that there's new waterfalls every year and there's more waterfalls than you realize are out there. There's certain waterfalls people have never explored. Beautiful waterfalls. Waterfalls that could only be found flying over or with a helicopter or having to, you know, really explore in the jungles, parts of uh, South America, parts of Mexico. Even in California, there's new waterfalls each year, finding ways through forests in Canada and, and in Africa and Europe and Asia and so many different parts of the world. There's so much more. Well, I was on a missions trip this summer and we were in Brazil. And we had a few hours to spare between ministering at one village and we were going to go to another village that was only like 20 minutes away. And they said, they're not expecting you for another three hours, so you're free to take a nap. Well, I was with my brother, me and my brother, we did not want a nap. We wanted to explore. And so we said, you know, is there anything around here? And all the locals were like, no, there's nothing here. It's a poor village. Um, there's no beauty around here. So if you're wanting to like go explore and find something beautiful, you're going to have to drive at least an hour and a half. Then you can get to the coast, and that's where all the beauty is. But this one girl in the group, she said, no, no. I've explored. Just 10 minutes out of this village, there's beautiful waterfalls. Now, they're kind of hidden. They're behind some cornfields. And then behind those cornfields, down the valley, there are waterfalls and pools of water so gorgeous and all the locals said no way we've been over there there's nothing there you're not going to find anything we've been there done that and and this one guy you know who is our bus driver he's like don't go there there's drug dealers there there's satanists there they're doing like satanic rituals and we were like really and then he goes, no, I just don't really want to go there. <laughs> and he was lying to us to try and, you know, get out of driving us there. And we said, well, hey, we'll pay you to, to drive us there this afternoon if it's only 10, 15 minutes away. And he said, I'm telling you, I've already been over that area. There's nothing there. And we said, OK, if you're right, then we will pay you even more. But if you're wrong, then you get to see the waterfalls with us. So let's just go. So we convinced him to drive us there. And guys, we drove beyond the cornfields. It took a little while. But when we turned around the corner and we got out of the van, this guy starts tearing up. He goes, oh my goodness. I thought I had seen all of Brazil. I thought I had seen all of my village, but I guess I was wrong. And right around those cornfields down that hill, there were seven waterfalls flowing one pool after another pool in this lush green valley. It was amazing. We got out of the van. We hiked down there. We jumped into the pools of water, jumped off the waterfalls. It was one of the most beautiful areas I'd ever seen. But you know what? We had to get over that mindset of been there, done that, seen all there is to see. And I'm challenging us as leaders that we would begin to dream and imagine that God has more in front of us, that God has so much more in the place that you're at, the relationships that you're in, the Bible that you hold in front of you, the journal, the the, the devotional books, anything that's in front of you that you think you've already arrived, you've already reached your destination. I want to challenge you and tell you there's so much more. There was an old song that came out. I believe it was like 20 years ago called Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. And, um, it was a pop song by destiny's child i think or tlc something like that don't go chasing waterfalls and you know we all looked at each other and we said i'm so glad we went chasing waterfalls because there was more than what we expected god has so much more there's things there's there's new dreams new rivers new roads new paths that god's calling you to and if there's breath in your lungs god's not finished with you yet So whatever has held you back, whatever's trying to steal your wonder, whatever's trying to stop you from going beyond the rim, I want to challenge you today to just pray and say, God, what is that more that you're calling me to? Stir up the divine curiosity inside of you. I'll end with this last Bible story in Exodus chapter three. Moses was about 80 years old. And in those days, people were dying, you know, right around 100 and if they were lucky, they would live to 110, maybe 120 if you're really lucky, so Moses is thinking about retiring, he's done he had grown up in the palace and he had to run away from Egypt because he killed a guy and he was trying to help the Hebrew people because he found out he was Hebrew and now he was living in the wilderness and he was about 80 years old and he was taking care of his father-in-law's sheep and he was content, he was comfortable he was living an okay life nothing spectacular and he was fine with that but right there in that wilderness a bush started burning and that burning bush was the divine curiosity that was piquing Moses and calling Moses and saying come on venture beyond the rim God's not finished with you yet Moses and as Moses followed the curiosity in his heart to see why this bush wouldn't burn up all of a sudden God speaks and says Moses take off your shoes because this is holy ground and I'm about to give you an assignment." that's going to blow your imagination. I mean, this is going to take you further than you've ever gone before. And you're gonna have to walk in faith like you've never walked before, but you're gonna make a greater impact than you've ever seen in your lifetime. I wonder if God has some burning bushes waiting for you right in front of you. And he's saying, lift up your eyes, live with wonder, keep exploring, keep following God, learn to lead with that childlike desire to believe that God has so much more beyond the rim. I don't want to be the 99% that stops at the top of the rim at the Grand Canyon and says, I've seen all there is to see. I want to be among that 1% that keeps venturing down and says, wow, God, there's so much more beyond the rim. I pray for you right now to have a divine curiosity, a divine faith, a divine childlike wonder, that stirs you to believe and dream and imagine and walk with faith and to keep exploring. And for anyone who's listening today that feels like they've arrived, I pray that today, God, you would wake them up and help them to see that there's more that lies in store in the days in front of them, that their best days are still ahead. I love you so much, and I can't wait to talk to you about the next thing on my heart make sure that you tune in for our next episode on learning to lead god bless you